Welcome to the Educational Leadership Moment, where you'll gain valuable insights on research-based and experientially learned educational leadership principles and best practices that promote student success. I'm Dr. Kim Moore, your host. With my extensive experience as a classroom teacher, school administrator, and central office staff member, I'm dedicated to sharing effective strategies to ensure student achievement. So, grab your favorite beverage, a pen or a pencil, and a notepad, and get ready to take notes. And if you find this moment valuable, and I am confident that you will, please like, subscribe, and share with your colleagues, friends, and family. Thank you for joining me on the Educational Leadership Moment. Now, get ready to take your educational leadership to the next level. And remember, when students are led well, they learn well. There are many different kinds of leadership, and the style you choose could increase your chances of success. For example, research shows that participative leadership is usually more productive than authoritative models. In this moment, we will discuss ways to overcome obstacles and maximize the advantages of participative leadership. Welcome to the More Leadership Moment, where we discuss experientially learned and research-based leadership principles and best practices for communication, personal growth, productivity, professional development, and success. I'm your leadership guide, Dr. Kim Moore. Now you probably are wondering, what is participative leadership? Well, it is a form of governance that shares power and encourages input. Now I know the thought of sharing power for some of you is a struggle. But what I'm going to ask you to do is to stay with me and to listen to the rest of this moment. And I promise you, you will have a clearer picture around what is participative leadership. Now, why is this so important? Because management studies show that it can enhance outcomes and increase job satisfaction and morale. You see, it's the difference between giving orders and building consensus. Now, let me give you an example. Consider two different approaches to an office move. First, the CEO of a more autocratic company might 
pick the new location and give employees a list of tasks to complete. On the other hand, a participative leader would form a committee to review possible sites and allow employees to discuss the final candidates and coordinate logistics. See the difference in approaches? One is top-down directive in nature. The other one empowers employees to take ownership and share in the decision-making. Now, does that diminish you as a leader? No, it doesn't. Because at the end of the day, it is still your decision. The difference is the people that you have the privilege to lead now feel like they have a voice in the process. And they also have ownership and buy-in to the move. Now, learning to be a more collaborative leader can help your relationships and career. So I have a few suggestions that may work for you to maximize the advantages of participative leadership. So let's start with earning trust. For a participative workplace to flourish, colleagues need to trust each other and their leader. That requires confidence in each other's character and abilities. Sincerity and transparency are essential to the success of a participative workplace. Another suggestion for you is pulling your team together. So how will you do that? Close communication draws a team together. As a result, team members are more likely to develop strong and healthy professional relationships and may even socialize outside of work. So pulling that team together is critical. Increasing engagement is the next area I want to talk to you about. Now, according to a recent Gallup poll, employee engagement is the lowest it has been in 20 years. 54% of employees say they are psychologically unattached to their work and do the minimum. Imagine the impact of that on your bottom line and the overall culture of your organization. 54%. That's over half. How do you turn that around? Well, 
by giving team members a more significant voice because it will increase their commitment. One of the greatest strengths of participative leadership is embracing diversity. When you embrace diversity, you will welcome contributions from team members with various talents and backgrounds. Approaching challenges from many different perspectives usually creates more effective solutions. And when you get those more effective solutions, you want to encourage and reward innovation. You see, the free flow of ideas is another benefit of participative leadership. When you create a safe environment for discussion, team members are more likely to propose ideas that can help your organization. So while earning trust, pulling together, increasing engagement, embracing diversity, and rewarding innovation will help you maximize the advantages of participative leadership. You will also face obstacles. Motivating and inspiring your team becomes even more important when you expect them to make greater contributions. So you need a clear vision that appeals to employees' emotions and core values. To help with that, scheduling regular one-on-one time and providing adequate resources also helps. So let's talk about a few suggestions to help you overcome those obstacles, starting with clarifying your vision. I want you to teach communication skills. You know, with so much focus on discussion, team members may need to work on their communication skills, which includes active listening and sharing constructive feedback. So you may have to offer training sessions as well as post helpful reminders around your organization. Now, a way to do that that I really enjoy is using games and exercises to make learning fun and memorable. Another thing that you need to consider is delays. You have to plan for delays because another common drawback is the way group discussions and group decisions stretch out the decision-making process, which means decisions usually take longer. And as a result, 
you may need an alternative process when you're dealing with time-sensitive matters. So, am I advocating that every decision is a group decision? No. There are times when you, as a leader, have to make a decision, and you have to make that decision quickly. But laying out the parameters and the process for that so that your team understands it will help you plan for delays, but maintain that participative workplace environment. Which leads me to provide structure. Planning can also speed up discussions. Circulate an agenda before meetings so participants will come prepared and stick to the subject. You also want to set boundaries. The participative model works best with issues where your team has at least a minimum level of expertise. Now, you may have to limit input on some matters to those who meet certain qualifications. How are you going to deal with dissent? After your team votes, what do you say to the members who are in the minority? Well, make it clear from the start that each employee needs to be fully committed to backing the final decision. And last but not least, be decisive. Even in the most democratic workplace, there will be stalemates or decisions that are ill-suited to group deliberations. Nevertheless, you'll still need to take responsibility for resolving sensitive issues that affect your organization's future. Why? Because you're still the leader. So while you may be sharing power because you are empowering others to be a part of the decision-making process, at the end of the day, you still are the leader and you have the final say. So teaching communication skills, planning for delays, providing structure, setting boundaries, dealing with dissent, and being decisive are just some of the tools in your toolbox for overcoming obstacles to participative leadership. Of course, these are not all of the tools available to you. But I think you get the idea. You see, you can develop your participative leadership skills with practice. Then, use them to become a better leader. Make your work more meaningful. 
and advance your career. I'm your leadership guide, Dr. Kim Moore. Have a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in to this educational leadership moment. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to my moments on your favorite platform to receive notifications when we release new moments. Also, don't forget to check out our past moments, which are available for free on all major platforms. In these timeless episodes, We cover a range of topics related to educational leadership that are just as relevant today as when they were first released. To learn more about improving student success, please visit my website at kimdmore.com. There are resources and information for you, your team, and your organization. I'm Dr. Kim Moore your educational leadership guide. And I believe that when students are led well, they learn well. Have a blessed day.